0: Listening to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience, a podcast dedicated to helping executives train their sales and marketing teams to optimize growth. Whether you're looking for techniques and strategies or tools and resources, you've come to the right place. Let's accelerate your growth in three, two, one. Welcome everyone to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience. I'm your host, Chad Sanderson. Today we're talking about what's turning out to be a pretty serious challenge for sales reps today, and that's how to remain authentic almost vulnerable at times, and approach it enough in a profession that's so laden with rejection, most people won't even begin to do it, let alone admit that it's something we have to be doing today. It's what buyers want. To tackle the topic, we have Larry Levine, co-founder of the Social Sales Academy and host of the Selling from the Heart podcast. Larry, thanks for taking the time to be on the show today.
1: Awesome. You're welcome. Looking forward to this.
0: So before we jump into the topic of the day, we like to start with an odd question, right? Get people to understand you a little bit more. Um, Think about a... you know turning point in your life, some event, something that maybe changed the trajectory of your career or your thinking, uh, kind of what was that event and what did you take away from it?
1: Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, I, I think I'd like to go back and this was probably Chad, I'd say mid 2000s So let's just call it 2005, 2006. So, you know, even before that, I'll, I'll give you an idea. I came out of probably the most old school, traditional laggard, backward sales channel that ever existed. <laughs> was channel. So, you know, there's going to be probably some listeners are going to slap me for calling the copier channel backwards. (laughs) but That's the channel I came up. But it it was it was about the mid 2000s. So I'm in the Southern California marketplace uh, in the copier space in the mid 2000s. And that's the time that I really started seeing it was difficult to get people to answer the phone. Right. People are hiding behind voicemail. People are not returning emails, especially if they don't know you. It became a challenge for me as a as an that old school, you know, old soul, traditional salesperson would go, okay, how do you start identifying to when people are screening out even more so than ever? And my defining moment and people who know me really well and in my inner circle know that I always like staying one step ahead of the curve. And what I did is I hired a business coach and that was probably the best thing that I ever did, Chad. I spent, you know, a sizable amount of money and my own personal money. And I went out and I saw, I just sought a business coach. I just need somebody to help me, right? Somebody who can get to know me not my inner circle, not anybody else, but somebody who can really get to know me and say, okay, here's how I might be able to help you. And this business coach taught me a life lesson that just changed the whole trajectory of my sales career. He taught me how to brand myself as a sales rep. And I was a seasoned sales rep at the time. So i give you an idea. I'm 53 years old now. So we're probably going, I was 41, 42, 43 at the time that I just kept an open mind. And this person taught me how to brand myself. He taught me in a way that even though I'm in a face-to-face world, leveraging outbound prospecting, that you can still learn how to brand yourself. And that was the biggest life lesson because he helped me build a website. So by now we call it a landing page because it was just a simple page. <laughs> right. But, it, but what it did is he was guiding and coaching me on how to get visible and validate my existence online with my current clients. So he built out a little story, built out my value proposition, how I lined to the issues and challenges that were out there in, in, in the marketplace. And every time I sold something to somebody, Chad, my, I took a picture with them, right? So if it was a copier, a printer, some kind of solution, my arm was around them, and I put the pictures up on my website, and I learned how to drive traffic to it because that was visibility. So that was like an aha moment for me, as I look. I, he started coaching, and guiding me, and how to play in the online sandbox. As, and you were ahead of
0: the curve then. I mean, I was, now, it, now well, today it's kind of required, right?
1: Well, and it's kind of required. But what was really interesting, no one is really doing it. And I remember the, the company I was in there going, what the heck are you doing? Right.
0: Yeah, are you wasting and, time? And, are you going after deals? What is this internet's thing?
1: Well, well they, exactly. But I said, just watch, just watch what's happening. And sooner or later, I started building that brand. And and I'm a firm believer, Chad, that every single sales professional out there has a brand. They just don't know it because they don't know what to do with it. Right. right. And I I said, you can either develop your brand or you can have somebody develop it for you. And if somebody develops it for you, you may not like it. Right. You better take control of that. Exactly. So that's what I did. And that's what I was taught. So, you know, I have this website and I went back to my client base and I started driving my clients to my website. Hey, tell me what you think of this. And they start going, this is kind of cool. And then they started telling their friends. And then I was prospecting, driving people. This is before, you know. I'm a sales guy. I don't know anything about marketing, but I think so. <laughs> but I think salespeople need to know how to market themselves. Right. That's something they're not taught. That's a that's a whole other topic of another conversation. But he taught me how to start marketing myself and being proactive with it. And before you know it, I started creating some awareness out in a marketplace. So we're talking the size of Southern California. So you, can, you know where I'm going. It's a huge population you got to get to know in a niche market like the copier market. And that was my defining moment because we fast forward to today, what I learned 10, 12, 13 years ago helped me, you know, catapult my career, but it also helped me start what I'm doing now. And I look back and it's so difficult because sales reps, I think, are struggling with how to brand themselves because we have such a black eye out in the marketplace.
0: That's that's (laughs) my thing. We do, right? I mean, the, you know, I, I would I say to a lot of clients today, you know, thank you for the current political climate because salespeople are no longer the most loathed profession on the planet. Um.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's, 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 well, it's funny you mention that because um, I enjoy going to the gym every day. And I was walking on the treadmill. This is probably about thirty days ago. And my buddy walks in. So I, you know, I go to the gym at some weird hour called four thirty in the morning. So <laughs> I'm sitting, I, I'm sitting there walking on the treadmill, and my buddy starts walking next to me, and he knows I've been in sales my whole life, so he's a banker, okay? (laughs) He goes, Larry, he goes, I think the banking, I think bankers and the banking community is right up there with the most hated positions outside of salespeople. I go, we (laughs) high-fived each other, so I thought that was kind of funny.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's very true. We, everybody has to take control of their brand, and it's the only way that we'll see you know things change in, in terms of the perception of salespeople. It's it's becoming critical today. The credibility, the ability to demonstrate you can be empathetic and, and authentic online and in different venues is something. You're right. Nobody's teaching these reps how to do it.
1: No, and 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 that's and see that's the thing is everybody's waiting for somebody to teach them how to do something. As opposed to, let's just flip this. Salespeople need to take it upon themselves to grow themselves and not wait for anybody else.
0: Well, and that's one of the things I love about sales is, is that it is a lot of, it's on me, right? First and foremost, success is, black, is fairly black and white. It's a number. It's, this is a number. This is my target. I either hit it or I don't. And there's a whole yep. bunch of subtlety in there, right? But it's up to me. Nobody, you know, I'm one of those guys that's like, nobody's going to outwork me. Nobody's going to hit the phones harder. Nobody's going to talk to more clients. Nobody's, it's just, I, it's just who I am. I see a lot of reps today, though, that don't take that own self-accountability, right, into into account. Maybe they weren't told. Maybe they weren't taught that that's really what it is, that they need to do that. But it is one of the things that I love about sales. It's, it's, uh, you benefit from being in a team, but at the end of the day, it's are you doing what you need to do in a disciplined manner in order to be successful?
1: Well, no, and and it's so true because I I always, and don't be surprised if something comes out of right field on this podcast. But, <laughs> uh, but I always ask sales people, you know, when I'm working with them, and I'll, I'll 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 throw it out there to them: Why the heck are you in sales? And you'll be surprised because he catch people off guard. And and some of them may not even know, right? This guy just fell into it, right? I know I can make a lot of money, right? My dad was a salesperson, right? Or my buddy's a salesperson, kind of wrote me into this position. Yeah. I go, no, why are you in sales? I mean, and if you break it all down, you know, the reason why I got into sales is I just love the art of conversation. I learn and I like building relationships. And if you can't do that, then don't be a salesperson. Right. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but <laughs> it's the truth. But, you know, the other thing, too, is you're almost technically, you're almost running your own business, even though you might, you know, you're going to grab a paycheck from somebody, right? Or or, or you're going to be in some kind of organization that provides you something in return for your position. You still, if you run it like your own business, then you're going to be professional about it, you know? And and that's why I said there's a huge difference, in my opinion, between a sales rep and a sales professional,
0: right? Agreed, 100%. 100%. and that, and that
1: sales professional is gonna take their job extremely serious, and they're the ones that are gonna learn something new every day. They're the ones that are gonna pay for their learning. They're not gonna wait for somebody to say, hey, Chad, guess what? I'm gonna send you to this conference in two weeks, and we're gonna pay for it, and you're gonna learn this, right? <laughs> I'm gonna be that person that's gonna to go, to, to take it upon myself to do it, because technically, a salesperson's running their own business, and quite frankly, what concerns me today is that's one of the reasons why sales is where it's at is salespeople haven't taken the bull by the horns and run their business. Like it's their business. Cause so, if they,
0: and that's yeah, a great segue, that that's a great point though. So I'm wondering when I mean, you deal with a lot of these, um, I don't like to use the term millennial because it sounds derogatory. I don't mean to sound that way. Let's say younger sales reps with less than, you know, I don't know, seven years of field experience. Okay. And, and now they're struggling. they they're, they're You know, look—it's up to them. They get to build their own business, and in order to do that, they have to take the bull by the horns. But I often see, you know, and hear this word—you know—we talk about authenticity, right? And I, for a long time, I had a real hard time with that word. It felt a little too touchy-feely to me as an old-school, you know, dyed-in-the-wool sales guy. It just felt a little. What do you mean I'm not being authentic? How do you how do you connect with people if you're not being authentic? It just felt. I don't know, like a layer. So now I'm wondering if, okay, not only do they have to take the bull by the horns to run their own business, but does their focus on and the the focus that we're seeing in conversations around sales around this concept of authenticity, does that actually get in the way of it, or does it help it? I haven't quite figured it out. To me, there's like these moving parts that you've got these millennials, I'm in sales. And I always ask them, when you were growing up playing with your fire engines and and the Barbies, did did you say, I want to be in sales? No, No, no. That's not what happened. So now you're here, much like your question of why, and they want to talk more about being authentic rather than the mechanics and the discipline of building a business. And I'm wondering if those things are at odds, or is there a way we can help them figure out how to bring them together to be more successful?
1: Yes, 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 and yes. And, 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 you know... and i agree you know i I want to keep the 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 generations out of this because i think everybody has the capability of finding their authentic self it requires a little self-discipline so you know i'm in the process of writing a book right now and it's stemming off my podcast and i mean if you don't mind i mean can i can i spin this around just a little yeah yeah yeah. please please do great thank you so um my podcast is selling from the heart and and you'll see where i'm going with this in a second chad but um I decided to, to enter the. I'm, I'm writing my first book right now, and, and who knew that I, I, I mean, I even had the capacity to write a book. But it's starting to, be, <laughs> but it's starting to become really fun because this authenticity part of sales, I think, is sorely missing. So, um, with the, with the help of a really close friend of mine, you know, he kind of urged me to help me write a book. But the name of my book's Selling from the Heart: How Your Authentic Self Sells You. And this is where I'm going with this: is we all have the capacity. To be authentic salespeople. But we have to have that discipline to take a look at inside of who we are. And you're right, you know, and you said it a little bit ago, Chad, about being touchy feely. Yeah, it is a little bit touchy feely. But to me, sales is building relationships, right? Sales is building credible relationships. The core foundation, in my my opinion, it goes back to that old book by Dale Carnegie, you know, How to Win Fronts and Influence People. And that book was written, what? 37, 1937, so I was 81 years old. And the core foundation of that book really resonates with with who I am. And I think that authentic sales rep is you're building relationships and changing the way people think. And the way you build relationships and change the way people think is you got to understand who you are. What goods do you bring to the table? And I always say that, you know, you have the capacity. It's just you know, most people are just taught me manipulative sales tricks, right? Strategies yeah. on getting somebody yeah. to buy something as fast as possible. Guys, I get it, right? I've been there, you got your quota, you got your monthly quota, your quarterly quota, I get it, right? I, I truly understand. But it's not about you, it's about them. And it's the human nature that I think's been lost in sales that, that my goal and my mission is how do you bring the human approach back to sales and make it about them and I always say lead with the heart, not with the wallet. Right. And, and people can really smell commission breath a mile away, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: commission breath i have never heard that before i'm gonna
1: steal that i'm just i don't don't care you you can steal it all day long just pay me (laughs) just just all you got to do is pay me royalties on how much money you make i'll put a
0: tm (laughs) tm (laughs) later (laughs) right there that's
1: that's funny you know are sharks in suits but there's a lot there's there's a lot of empty suits out there and you know my mission right now is to bring authenticity back by saying you know what you do have the capacity to be the real deal. You do have the capacity to be a genuine sales rep. You do have the capacity to sell your authentic self. You just don't know it because you don't take the time to self-reflect. You're not self-aware of who you are. And you don't, you don't spend that time on a daily basis. You don't get brutally honest with yourself.
0: Yeah, I, I guess, I mean, for me, my challenge with it is, I mean, I was... I started in marketing and then switched to the dark side 17 years ago, and and I got trained. Maybe I was just lucky enough to get trained by uh, guys that instilled that in me. So for me, the the way that authenticity it makes me it used to make me turn my head like a confused puppy, because I was just taught from the beginning. You, your goal is not your wallet. If that's what you're focused on, then you're wrong wrong approach. You're not going to be successful. You really have to genuinely care about the people that you're selling to and solving their problems. And there will be times, and I was just talking to Mary Lombardo about this, there will be times where you have to say, you know what, this is not a good deal. It's not a good deal for you, which means it won't be a good deal for me. It's not going to solve your problem. So I'm going to, I'm going to take you somewhere else. Or I'm going to let you go somewhere else or I'm going to withdraw. Whereas we see a lot of these sales reps and they're the ones that I always used to annoy the crap out of me. They would just drive and drive and drive and drive and drive. It's like, no, 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 I'm take, take a breath. Let's look at what the person you're trying to sell to needs. What is it that they want? What is their perspective? It's not about mine. It's not about my product or solutions. It's about the outcomes that I'm going to be able to help them achieve. And if you're, I don't know, I I called it honest, just being honest with yourself or candid. um, It was just kind of the way I grew up. It was the way I came up in sales. And so now, now I feel like somewhere along the way, I missed, I missed the turn around the corner, right? So I was told to be honest and candid and concerned about the other person on the other side and nobody. I I wasn't the guy hanging out with all of the, uh, with all the sales guys in the, uh, you know, Oxfords and khakis driving the Mercedes. That wasn't my deal. I, I just wasn't me. Some of my best friends are some of the people that I have sold to over the last 17 years uh, in complex enterprise situations because I genuinely want them to be successful. So now all of a sudden I feel like everybody's going, oh, we gotta be authentic so we can do that. So are we just really saying the same thing using a different word and there's more focus on it because of the way kind of you know, digital has changed things and experiential selling has come in? Or is it, I mean, is it just kind of same thing, different side of the coin? Yeah,
1: you know, wow. I mean, you throw a lot of good stuff out there, but I I just think there's a lot of there's a lot of sales BS going on <laughs> because because people are throwing the words out like we bring value, right? And I'm I'm keeping it simple for you know obviously the time constraints, but they'll just say you know. I wanna, you know, this is the value that I can bring, or I'm a truly authentic salesperson, or, right? Or I'm bringing the goods, and, and of course, no one's just not gonna utterly say that. Right. But, a lot of, but a lot of people go out there, and, the, and they'll lead to that fact, but they really don't understand, right? They're just throwing these words out there, why quite frankly, most people don't even know what their authentic self is, right? In fact, most people don't even know the value they bring out into their marketplace. right? Because they haven't spent the time, they haven't been coached on it, right?
0: Yeah, and it's not something that you see happen um, effortlessly, right? I mean, to be true to – and I can only I, you know, – I'll just use myself so I'm not throwing anybody else on the bus. But I can only – at the end of every day, as hard as I work, I have to be able to look myself in the mirror and, and say to myself, I focused on doing what was right for my friends, family, prospects, customers, so on and so forth yeah, and that yeah. then that's where I get my juice. That's the, the, you know, okay. And then the commissions and I hit the quotas and crush all that, that's all fine. But to me, the attraction for sales was like you said, art of conversation. Um, for me, it was helping people solve problems. Like yeah. a puzzle and, guy, let's, let's solve some problems. If I can't help you, let's go find somebody who can cause I want to see that problem solved.
1: Right. And, and it's, you know, it's really interesting. I was on some, I've, I was on a podcast maybe three or four months ago and the individual that was hosting the podcast said, "You know, how, how would you define sales in, in, your, in your eyes, right, in your words, as short as possible, right? And I said, quite simple, it's the art of the help. Yeah. And the guy was floored, he goes, what did you say? And I said, <laughs> it's the art, I go, it's the art of the help. Because in its simplest format, you are helping somebody solve a business problem and challenge, and you're tying it to your solutions or your service or your piece of hardware that can help solve that. And it just, I, I just if I can share just a quick story because sure. I, I think it, I think it brings home this whole authenticity, and having the and having your client or your prospect's best interest is. This goes back about 25 years ago. I was out, you know, obviously code calling out in the field. And I co-called on an organization. I'll I'll even tell you the organization's name because still to this day, they're a friend of mine. It's a company called Johnny and Friends. And it's a Christian-based wheelchair ministry. Absolutely phenomenal story behind it. You can go to johnnyandfriends.org and learn more about it. But that's where I learned, Chad, the art of the help. Because salespeople need to lead with the heart and they need to have a servant-led mindset. Because, in essence, they're helping their clients. They're there to serve their clients, not service their clients. You follow right. what I'm going
0: Yeah, yeah. no, I'm and, on the same page, man. Was, and, and, and so what had happened
1: is, year over year, I started getting better acquainted. I started following the whole mission of Johnny and Friends and what that meant and so forth and what that meant. Sorry. And about a year ago, I, read a, I wrote a blog. And the blog was all on sales servant leadership. And I called out Johnny and Friends. And of course, I brought them into the loop and, and so forth, and they responded to it. So one day their IT manager calls me on the phone. This is about eight months ago. And he says, hey, I want to take you out to lunch, and thank you for the publicity on Johnny and Friends. But there's something I want to share with you, and I can't say it over the phone. I need to share it to you face to face. So we went out to lunch, and I actually bought him lunch because I wasn't going to let this guy buy me lunch. but. He says, you know something, Larry, he goes, there's something I've been wanting to tell you ever since you wrote that blog. He goes, every time that you came in my organization, you weren't there to try to sell me something. You were there to truly build relationships with multiple people inside my organization. And you had our best interest at heart. He goes, but then, but I knew at a certain point in time, when we had to talk sales, I wasn't afraid to talk sales with you because I knew at that point you had my best interest at heart. And that's what I wanted to share, Chad, because that's truly being authentic. When you can say, I truly have my clients or my prospects best interest at heart, you've arrived. Yeah, And they're, and they're gonna smell it. But unfortunately, what most people smell is BS. They don't smell authenticity because it doesn't ooze out of your pores. Commission breath, right? And BS <laughs> oozes out of most people's pores.
0: Yeah, and I, I, you know, I've often wondered like, who the hell's buying from those guys? Like, I mean, I've, you know, I run a business. I've been in positions where people are trying to call me to sell to me, and the ones that even whether they're prospecting and it's cold or it's a referral, you, you kind of know within the first fifteen seconds is there, is this person really listening to me? And if you have, to, if you cold call me and say, I'm sorry, w- what was the name of your company again? I, I, really? Like, I'm gonna head yeah. right now. Yeah. But I, I don't understand. I still struggle with, and again, maybe it's just the way I came up and the people that I was lucky enough to surround myself with. I'm surprised that so many of those people that give sales profession a bad name uh, and push the BS and have the commission breath are still out there doing it.
1: Because, but, well, because there, there, there's a position, there's a role for everybody, right? Yeah, I, I mean, oh, there's always going to be bad salespeople. There's always going to be great salespeople. There's always going to be bad attorneys. There also going to yeah, be great true. attorneys, true. right? I, I mean, th- there, there's bad and good in every profession. But what's but what's really interesting that that I try to get across to to salespeople, sales leaders, business owners, you name it is. You're already behind the eight ball to begin with in the eyes of the buyer. Let's just face it, right? You yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. And, and and it's just and the reason why is because. It's your fault, right? And I'm pretty hard-nosed with people. And, you, you know, it, it's, it's gut-check time if you ever get in a conversation with me because it's not that I'm always right. I just like challenging the status quo.
0: You <laughs> say, uh, I agree.
1: I, I go, I think the reason why the sales profession is in a world of hurt, it's not the buyer's fault. It's the owners of the company's fault. It's the management's fault. And it's the salespeople's fault because they haven't done anything. And, and you know, I got to backtrack on anything. There's some that have. But there's there's not many that have taken it upon themselves to say, you know what, I'm going to change our mindset. I'm going to change what's going on, and I'm going to stop the insanity. But no, they just keep they just keep just pressing the persona of what everyone thinks a salesperson is, right?
0: Yeah, and I and I'll I'll own. I'm probably too close to the fire because I'm very proud of the profession I'm a part of and things that I've seen accomplished in it and the relationships that I've made. So, I do know, probably if I was an attorney, I'd be irritated with crappy attorneys too. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. And, and I, and I'm irritated because uh, I've grown up in the sales world. Right? That's the only thing I know. It's the only career I know is sales. And I just, it just annoys the heck out of me to see really bad salespeople who don't take it upon themselves to learn their craft. And what's even worse is tenured sales reps who think they've arrived and gone. Oh, and they thought do
0: else. I think they already know it. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, great guys. Let's put ourselves in a position where we don't have to continually—I don't want to say reinvent, but evolve ourselves, evolve our thinking, the way we engage with people, learn from others. Like, I—I don't know. I—I find it, and maybe maybe it's because the end of the day, and I'm overly—it's a button for me today. But those crappy salespeople that aren't authentic, that really just push the—they push their own agenda, right? I don't want to hang out with those people. Yeah. And maybe that's the judge, Maybe that's the thing for me. I want, I'm willing to do business with somebody and I want to be the guy that when I'm working with a client, not only do you know, I have your best interests in heart, but you know what, we, we share a, a common worldview, a common belief in servant leadership, a common belief in helping others benefits, all of us, all boats rise with the tide kind of thing. Um, you know, and those are the people that I'm going to want to do business with. And I hope want to do business with me, not the ones that come in and don't know my name or don't know my you know name of my company and instantly start telling me about how cool their product is and all the things it can do. Great, man! You didn't even ask me if I cared.
1: Yeah, and and it's so it, oh wow. You know, I'll throw I'll throw another one out there. Probably gonna get a chuckle out of it, but that's just me. But there's a lot of you know we talk about fake news, right? Yeah. There's fake yeah. news, well, there's fake news, fake sales reps, right? And and we can people can smell an insincere sales rep a mile away. So here's an insincere sales rep who walks in, right? And I call it shuck and jive, which is just all the BS that goes on. And they're saying all the buzzwords, right? And you know, they're putting on this big theater act. Only because all they want to do is push that sale through that, you know, the funnel as fast as possible, sort of saying all the great words and all that. They're the knight in shining armor. They paint the rosy picture. They make the sale and then they're gone, right? And then I'm like going, oh, my gosh, what is going on? So I, I just really think. But it takes time. It really takes time to do this, Chad. But I, I really sincerely believe. And I'm not a psychologist by trade, right? I've not done any college level thesis studies on authenticity and sales. It's just hard nosed sales experience that I've gotten, you know, the snot beat out of me many <laughs> a times. And, th- and, th- and that's really how I learned. I learned my authentic way, my genuine way, my real way, leading with the heart, just by being out in the streets and dealing with clients and really treating them as that, the same way that I expect to be treated if I was in their position.
0: Right. Yeah. No
1: more, no less. Right. Well, and
0: maybe that's a hard lesson. I mean, maybe that's, you know, what we used to call it another turn in the barrel, right? You, you get to you yeah. do another turn in the barrel and you just haven't learned the lessons. And some of them, You know, some of them I think we can give people heads up on. And if they're willing to own themselves, own their own accountability and responsibility and their own uh, evolution and growth, then maybe just by coaching them, okay, they'll get it. But there are some people out there that they're just not going to learn it until they hit that wall, until they have that turn in the barrel or they they learn those lessons. And it's hard to sit back sometimes and watch them. Right. Just say, oh, man, I know what's coming with this one, but I also know I'm not going to be able to stop you from doing it. And it'll be the best way you can learn.
1: Yeah, and and sometimes, you know, those are the best ways to learn something. But but to me, I I tell you what, I'm going to be proactive with my learning. And and, and I think that's the big thing here is salespeople got to become more proactive. They must be proactive with their careers. They must be proactive with learning, and they have to take it upon themselves. That if you want to break the mold and the stereotype, it starts with you. And it starts with you first, not your manager, not your owner, right? Not your centers of influence, not your spouse. It starts with you. And you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, am I being true to myself when I go to work? Yeah. Every
0: day? Amen. Amen. Hey, well, Larry, for time, for time constraints, I'm going to, I'm going to exit us out there. We could go, I could go on and I have, a oh phone. my God,
1: I, I can rant. Next time,
0: <laughs> I got, I have a. I I have a new friend. Chad yeah.
1: Sanderson is my new friend from Denver. I oh, love yeah.
0: And I'll be in San Diego, man, in a in a couple of weeks, working with a client. And I, I hope I will have time, and you'll be you'll be there. We can hook up for a drink or something, because I have a feeling this conversation could go on for hours. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so if anybody's interested in learning more about your podcast, uh, what you're doing about the upcoming book, anything like that, what's the best way to get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, uh, well, a couple different ways. Uh, obviously, you can find me fairly active on LinkedIn. So it's uh, my address is Larry Levine, nineteen ninety two. Uh, My podcast, Chad, Selling from the Heart, and the name of my book is obviously Selling from the Heart, How Your Authentic Self Sells You, and if anyone, any of your listeners ever want to throw me out an email, I'd be more than happy to respond to it. It's L, my first initial L, and it's Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E, at socialsalesacademy.net, and I, I welcome anybody. I'm here to help. I love helping sales reps become sales professionals and leading with the heart.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure right. having you on the show, Larry. My pleasure. All right, guys, that does it for this episode. You know the drill. Check us out at b2brevexec.com. Share it out with friends, families, coworkers. Write us a review. Let us know who else you'd like to have on the show. And until next time, we at Value Prime Solutions wish you nothing but the greatest success. You've been listening to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience.